an excerpt from Different Ways, Revealing the Feminine by Seal, published 2020. Chapter 9, Icarus For he being dead, with him is beauty slain. And beauty dead, black chaos comes again. William Shakespeare, Venus and Adonis My experience of life was different. At first, I was blind to it. As it was subtle to me just how I was different because my focus was on fitting in somewhere. One night I had been walking back to my foster home and a giant white owl swooped down over me from behind so close I could feel the air about its wings brush my hair. It screeched and lifted in flight over where I was living into the inky dark night. My heart raced with excitement and I ran to the house to tell everyone what had just happened. They were sitting around a table in the kitchen playing cards. I was thinking it must portend something fabulous. My foster sister, who about this time had quite enough of my ignorance, stealing and lying, straightened me out about the white owl. That's a death omen, she said flatly, returning to look at her cards. I put it out of my mind with that, but the occurrence had surfaced. A point had been made. I had been designated a messenger. I was given the band room when I moved into my foster home, the front room, the parlor or sitting room, as it was sometimes called in Victorian homes. In this incarnation, it was the band room where the family rock band had at one time practiced. It had recently been home to my foster sister, and I remember being embarrassed to have this huge room and displacing all the people, instruments, mics, and amps. All that essentially cool stuff was moved out to accommodate me. My foster mother was generous and kind. She assured me that it was the right thing to have me there. We made and put tie-dyed sheets up as curtains in the big bay windows, and it was really quite a stunning room. There was a coffin in my bedroom that was a prop left over from a play and used in an anti-war demonstration. It was plywood, painted black. The hinged top was designed to open with an upper viewing, and it was nicely appropriated with a red corduroy interior. We used it annually in my foster home to terrify trick-or-treaters who were lured into the front entry of the old Victorian house for Halloween candy. The rest of the year, it was in my room as a coffin table and was accessorized with a stand of peacock feathers. I didn't know, but I would find out later that peacock feathers in the house were considered bad luck. I felt overwhelmed with this group of very hip family members. I knew them, of course. The house was a local cultural hub, and each one of the family had a load of talent, and every one of them was incredibly well-read and brilliant. I was in over my head. I'm sure I put on a good facade initially, but I couldn't carry it off for long. 
I had some major problems relating and no clue how to identify them, let alone fix them. After a while, my fault lines began to show fairly profoundly. I was welcomed and then tolerated, when after a few months, any promise of my shining wore off. I tried to participate, but I hadn't a clue, not really. Though they welcomed me wholeheartedly, no one understood my confusion. My foster mother really tried to find some access with me, but it was no use. I was relieved when they stopped expecting something valuable for me to contribute. I showed up occasionally for meals, stole things like cigarettes or a beloved dress of my foster sisters to wear. I behaved like a pet raccoon. When the call came to reveal Bill's death, I was in my room. The phone was in the kitchen. It was as if the air itself turned into solid ice, then cracked violently with my foster mother's scream. It was the kind of blood-curdling scream only a grieving mother can expel, a scream that rises up ripping through years of love and tearing through entangled emotion-laden vines, whipping around wildly to crash into the here and now, to lay waste to the world. Bill fell off a cliff at the beach. The next thing I knew, we were in the Buick. I was in the back seat, and my eldest foster brother was driving, and my foster mother was wedging her foot under his on the accelerator to slow him down on the highway. Nothing had any definition. Everything felt insane, jagged, and unreal. Bill was no more? We were going to claim him at the morgue in the next town where Bill's body waited in an unimaginable state, dead. I stood in the alley behind the morgue, too stunned and low to even breathe, let alone talk. What had happened? I never did find out what transpired until I inquired many years later. At the time, there were only vague stories. We piled into the car and took a solemn ride home. I remembered the owl. I didn't dare ask a thing. I knew that much. Don't be asking about this, I advised myself. I went to my room and I sat on my bed, trying to understand how death happened and what death was. What happens to the space Bill once occupied in the world? Where do all the feelings go when someone is dead? I remember walking down the street by myself after dark. Was it this day or around that time? I was confused. I couldn't make any sense of it. So many feelings all crashing into one another, each canceling out the other in a tumble of confusion. Numb. A car rolled slowly up behind me. It was Thad. Without a word, he opened up the door for me to get in. I did. Thad was kind like that. Bill's death was a huge shock to me that would reverberate through my life for decades. It is a huge blow to a child to lose a close peer this way, and in that wound was seated a type of fiction regarding the dead loved one. Stories are made up to absorb the shock. None of this appeased what I knew was true of my actions and inactions regarding Bill, however. Choices and the reality of life is something 
valuable that expires would be an issue that would haunt me in association with my image of Bill all my life. It would be years before I would make peace with my feelings of guilt for not appreciating him. One day I would revisit all of this to name and own my own part in this hell, and he would help me do so. Thank you.